The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. to devastation, now she eats a glow butt. And Natalia cover now on Naomi. Whoa, 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 whoa. What was that? Paul Here's the team up. Shayna Baszler and Natalia. That seemed like a fast count. Well, and then obviously Rhodes, I mean, they're ready to just scream. What the hell just happened? <laughs> Shinsuke's in control of Angel as cheeks are flying here on SmackDown. And now Buberto trying to get involved and prevent Nakamura from getting in the ring. And Boogs, Boogs is going to make him pay. The gut wrench by Boogs. What is this? Boogs would be shaking everything this man has in his pockets out of his mind as he throws him to the side like a damn Barry Trasher. And Nakamura now. Roll through, Kinshasa by Shinsuke Nakamura from out of nowhere. The cover, and Nakamura with the win. Shotzi acting like she was hurt oh, there driving. for a little bit. Banks face Three. first off the steps. Boss time into the corner of the stairs. Oh, what is she doing? Oh, Sasha's arm is trapped in the stair steps, and Shotzi trying to break the arm of Banks. What is Shotzi doing? That's your again! That's your captain on Sunday! And Cesaro looking for the God's neutralizer! And then they're there! Who's that guy? That's the handsome version of me? That, 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 that's Rich Holland. We've seen him in recent weeks. He was drafted by Friday Night SmackDown. Holiday friend of Sheamus's. And Sheamus misses with the bro. Cesaro rolls through. Shoulders down for the win! Sheamus able to kick out. Holland on the apron. Takes a swing at Cesaro, who ducks underneath it. But a throw by Sheamus! Sheamus takes advantage. And Sheamus is going to Survivor Series. I want you to understand. I'm the only king around here. And I don't need props. I'm the one. Oh! 
big smile on. Well, an absolutely humiliating moment for King Woods. I hate voters. They flock to the vulnerable like a moth to a flame. No voters will ever get to my family again. I am my father's daughter. I am Zaya Lee. I am the protector. Gender could be down and out. Now Cesaro. Double A takedown by Cesaro. And Sheamus may be going for a swing. Ain't no way Sheamus said, I ain't letting the bar start spinning me around like I just got out of the bar. Ricochet! Springboard drop kick. This dude is a spark plug. And look at Ricochet go. Cesaro set outside the ring. Oh, with a tip up too. Clean. Ricochet said no one deserves being on Survivor Series more than I do. We're launching himself off the top rope. Are you kidding me? Shotzi trying to keep her composure, put Banks away. Banks up on the shoulder. Banks, though, rolling through now. And now Sasha Banks into the cross face. And Banks using her right arm, which is the good arm, to put both in now her leg. Remember, the left arm's bad. Sasha Banks using her leg. What a version of the cross face. What a win for the boss. Here is your winner by submission, Sasha Banks. Well, there's one of the Usos. What the? Roman was going to do it alone, and then... And there's another Uso. What the hell's going on? Two Usos have been tossed. We all want to go And the perpetrator is... King Woods, New Day Brethren. The WWE Champion for Monday Night Raw. The man Roman Reigns beats Sunday at Survivor Series. Big E is here. And he's gonna take out Roman Reigns for everything the bloodline did to King Woods and Tony Kingston. And now Big E taking the fight to Roman, driving into the steps. Survivor Series is come early. A preview of what's to come on Sunday. A clash of Goliaths. Big E sending Roman Reigns into King Woods, and now King Woods can get himself out. This has got to feel good for Woods. Remember the bloodline put Kobe Kingston out of action with a sprained MCL, and now payback from Big E and King Woods to the Universal Champion, beating the hell out of Reigns. King Woods outsmarting the bloodline. And here come the Usos, the tag team champion, Big Ending. And big boot from King Woods. And Big E's not done yet with another big ending.
The following program is presented by Atmark Media. Exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. Once again, my host is, what can I say about him? I mean, whenever I need him, whenever I send the signal out for Evil Dose, like the bat symbol, Jeff Lehman is always in the house. And Jeff, thank you once again for being the host alongside me on Smack Talk. How are you, my yeah, friend? No problem. What's going on, PWC at Mark Universe? What's happening all? We're going to talk a little SmackDown. We're going to do a little Survivor Series rundown and some predictions. This is a big, big show. I wouldn't miss a show this big. I would, <laughs> I wouldn't let Chris Ams or or the Silence of the Ams or or the Michael and the Jargonauts or even worse, the Professor, steal my thunder on this one. <laughs> oh, don't blame you, man. Because this is the A show for WWE, and unlike last week where I actually fell asleep <laughs> reviewing the Monday Night Raw last week. I'm sure this episode was a lot better from what I saw. I didn't fall asleep watching it. And you know what? For a go-home show, it was quite decent. Yeah, SmackDown this week was good. I mean, Raw was abysmal. SmackDown SmackDown was pretty good. I'm not going to say it was great. No, definitely not great. It was pretty good. The the first hour was actually flew by. The second hour dragged. Yep, I agree. Well, we start off the show... Oh, well, before we start the actual show, SmackDown comes to you from Hartford, Connecticut at the XL Center. And Jimmy Nusa and Jay Uso are just standing in the ring and delivered a promo in front of a throne, scepter, and cloak. They spoke about Survivor Series and they introduced WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns, who made his entrance with Paul Heyman. Cole noted that Reigns' total reign had reached 446 days, Jeff. Can you believe that? It's a lot of days. That's, 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 like, days. that's, like, that's like 11 months. Yeah, it's, well, I'm sure, I'm sure he's gonna be. Um, I, I think he'll hold this belt for for another year. For, for you know, for so, all I care, it's a lot more than eleven months. Well, how long has it been actually? An hour, a year and a half. Well, you can divide thirty into it, and then roughly figure it out, right? Right. Yeah, so true. ten months would be three hundred days. So you know, it's about fifteen months. It's just short of fifteen months. Well, good on him. Congratulations to Roman. But as I say that, Heyman is on the mic and sp- and spoke of Reigns as the tribal king, not the tribal chief, but the tribal king. He also said Reigns would smash Big E, which I actually agree at Survive Series. 
Reigns then stuck his hand out and Heyman stopped speaking in mid-sentence to pass him the microphone. And Reigns goes on to say, whose idea was this? Right? Good impersonation. <laughs> Not really. That was pretty bad. But still, Reigns asked Heyman and the Usos at, at uh, you know, and pointed at one another. Rain said it must be a joke and then asked if they think he really needs all of this. Rain said he's put in the work and told Halford to acknowledge him, which he kind of gets a half acknowledgement and half booze. They acknowledged him and, and acknowledged booze, him. Booze, yeah. booze counts. Yeah, Roman's like, I don't need this shit. Who, who thinks I need this shit? I, I, I don't need any of this stuff. <laughs> true. I mean, shit. And he goes on to say, the only reason why I took the crown last week is because I can. Oh, my God, you're so good. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm actually blushing as we speak. You're like but, a master of disguise. <laughs> anyway, Xavier Woods then makes his entrance and spoke from the stage. Woods said all of the king garb. Without was- his stupid British accent. True. I actually didn't pick up on that. I mean, I did pick up on that, but I just didn't come to mind I mean, which he later says the clothes don't make the man but apparently he needs the clothes to make the accent apparently he does i mean it's amazing once you wear one of those things that he wears you know like the king's sort of uh dress whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. i must admit when i wear that i start talking like well jeffrey how are you lad i start talking like this too <laughs> sorry folks i know bad impersonation so let's just move on so anyway, Wood said, out of all the king... Uh, I don't know if he's greeting me, if he's hitting on me, if he's a, <laughs> if he's a, if he's a 19th century cabbie. I, I don't know what's happening here. Jeff, it doesn't matter what I am. <laughs> okay? Uh, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Anyway, see, luckily I took it off and I'm back to normal. Bravo, Jimmy. Bravo. Thank you. Meaning, Thank meaning you. you should be watching Bravo. <laughs> anyway, but they do not make a king, Woods goes on to say. Woods then challenges Reigns to meet him face-to-face without any of his sidekicks and said he would show him what a real king is made of. Right. Reigns then goes on to question if Woods really didn't care about the king garb. Reigns called for Jay Uso, who wiped his nose with the cloak and threw it on the ground. Reigns then steps in. Uh, uh, Reigns stepped on it after that and then the, and goes on to say that the clothes don't make the man. Oh, sorry, that's what Woods said. Uh, Reigns had Jay break the scepter and asked Woods if he was sure about that. Uso slammed the throne on the mat and it broke. Reigns then goes on to laugh at Woods, who didn't look pleased. Jay picked up the king of the ring crown and was going to slam it down, but Reigns stuck his hand out. Then Jay handed Reigns the crown and then Reigns asked if Woods was sure that the crown didn't mean anything to him. Reigns goes on to tease stomping the crown, causing Woods to charge to the ring. Uso has cut off Woods and roughed him up and held him in place while Reigns told him that he is the only king and he doesn't need props. Reigns stomped on the crown and broke it for a not bad actual little segment, but uh, Jeff, I don't know, man. This was a little childish, but at the same time amusing. The, the, the segment was actually pretty funny. However, the crown was made of some sort of like <laughs> cardboard mat material, and it was yep. so obvious it was so terrible um and and then to emphasize it you know as part of the beatdown they banged woods's head you know on the uh, part of piece of girl broken mat on the canvas and that was you know supposedly really hurt woods but it, it was just so obvious it was like you know somewhere between paper mache and and a, and a cardboard poster you know poster board yeah. um but yeah th- th- this this segment was good and uh 
you know, I, I don't really know why this is continuing. Uh, you know, I, well, I do know why it's continuing. I, I, I can't talk about anything WWE without thinking. I'm so tired of seeing the same people over and over again, but since they have fired 170 wrestlers in two <laughs> years, uh, I keep hearing that they still have 220 under contract, but I mean, no. like 50 of those must be performance center people that nobody ever sees. And, and the UK uh, roster for sure. Right. They must be talking about the UK. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Um, Which I don't even know and, why they've still got under contract, mind you. And they probably are counting like trainers, like people like Timothy Thatcher and Drew Gulak oh, as, sure. as, yep. as wrestlers also. So yeah, there's probably a lot of that going on. Um, but yeah, yeah. This this segment was good. It was fun. It 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 should have happened. You know, uh, despite Big E being the WWE champion, another brand that he still can't get himself away from the New Day. So I guess they're sort of leaning into it. And they took out Kofi one or two weeks ago by breaking his leg, um, or at least injuring his knee. And now you know, and and now they're go getting the Big E by going after Xavier. Uh, which is also giving Xavier a little program with Roman, which is good because they really don't have really any faces built on SmackDown to um, make a case for having a, a match against Roman. So, hey, it's fine. They did what it was supposed to do. It was a fun little segment. The the, the props were cheap and they look cheap. That's sort of stupid. But I guess I guess even the props got budget cutted. Yeah, I guess cut they it. did. Cut. Cut. <laughs> yes, yeah, not cut. No such word. Cut it. What am I for? <laughs> I cut it myself, mommy. <laughs> I cut it myself. Well, you know what I'm sick of, Jeff? I'm sick Me? of all the... Well, not yet, Jeff, but you know, nah. You're all right, Jeff. You're cool. But mm. what I am sick of is uh, I'm starting to despise it when every King of the Ring winner becomes a cliche wrestling sort of uh, royalty character. You know what I'm saying? And why do they all have to do that? I mean, can't we go past that shit? Big deal. You win King of the Ring. What does it do? Suddenly you you talk like this or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, why do they have no, to continue me, doing this shit? Show me a real king that acts differently and then they'll have a, a different standard to go by. Yeah, but come on. It's been done I mean, like forever. Either you have this choice or you have to wear some sort of fake military garb with a giant sash on it and about 80 <laughs> pins up and down your you know your lapels and, and your the, the, the side pieces of your, your torso. <laughs> and giant epaulets and a monocle <laughs> well yeah well i'm just saying you know what i mean i'm just thinking of the cliches but it, it is wb and it is professional wrestling after all well i think sorry sports entertainment i'll take that back i mean the only king i know that acts materially different is the burger king and the burger king looks like he's on some good acid dude i'm not gonna yeah, lie he's <laughs> the burger king is a creep he's a creepy motherfucker he's creepy dude he really is which is fucking weird. How do kids want to go and see Burger King, dude? Like he's like he's like a creepy killer count, clown stalker <laughs> kind yeah. of thing going on there. No doubt about it. Hey, that that's true, man. Is it's kind of weird and creepy, like you said. But anyway, the broadcast team spoke at ringside, and then Sheamus made his entrance for the four way match to determine the final member of Team SmackDown at Survivor Series. But then we go back to the back where Xavier Sheamus is so good. I miss Sheamus so much. Yeah, me too, I guess. I mean, he's good. He's great. But we'll get to that. Xavier Woods was winching in pain backstage when Caleb uh, Braxton asked him where he goes from here. He said he'll go to the ring in hopes that Reigns would accept his challenge. 
we'll see that Roman Empire wasn't built in a day, but it will fall tonight. Good luck. Good job, Xavier. Maybe he should have realized that the Roman Empire didn't fall in a day either. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> well, we move to match number one between Sheamus, Ricochet, and Jinder Mahal with Shanky and also Cesaro <laughs> in a four-way match to determine the final entrant on Team SmackDown at Survivor Series. Can we, can we do a rap ode to Hit Row at Shanky's expense just in some sort of solidarity for someone? We could. We could. I mean, I can bust a few raps if you want. I, I know you can. You're the DJ here, so let's see what you got. Let, let's hear you. Do something. You can, you can either take the side of Hit Row or Shanky and Jinder. I don't care which. You know what? Or you can yeah. do both. You can have one of those, like, rap conversations. <laughs> I might surprise you with a post-production little rap because I need to have Hit Row's theme in the background while doing it, dude. I gotta, okay. I gotta have it in the background. Can D do other uh, hit row? <laughs> I'll ask her. I'll see if she does it. That'll be pretty funny. Though. Oh, like like you haven't had her do that before. Well, you know, <laughs> a few times actually. I'm a bit, you know, nah. The the, the the Australian version of the Burger King told me. I know you know Burger King down there. It's yeah, well, some guess other what? name. It's, it's a trademark. Jacks. Right, even creepier. Well, we did have Burger King. Like I said, it was labeled as Burger King, but because of another Burger King in Australia. And, and strangely, Hungry Jack has been seen in your closet while you've been doing, while you've been playing. Uh, I'm Swerve, baby. Give me that hit <laughs> And I can picture Burger I, King. I'm Swerve the Adonis, and I'm the top fella <laughs> in this house. <laughs> Is come that on, Evil D Adonis? Come on, D-Fab. Oh, D-Fab. I'm glad she's not hearing us right now, but... <laughs> that threw me right off but you know what do you think burger king's the burger king do you think his name is king jack i do not okay what is his actual name other than burger king i assumed it was grilled broiled really or flame broiled no is are you being serious now no i have no idea what his name is all right well yeah oh and just for the record hungry jacks is burger king it's no different it's the same thing just with a well, name well, we have hungry jacks in the united states it's uh just it's just um uh tv dinners oh really oh, i think so yeah those are like there's like hungry men i think the really big hungry mans are called hungry jacks ah, that's that's very interesting well burger king on numerous occasions i uh, know there's no uh business show or anything like that but burger king on numerous occasions have tried to sort of pretend hungry jacks in australia doesn't exist or the Burger King, the original Burger King over here, right? That's in Australia. So they keep trying to re-sort of do it as Burger King, but it never works. It's it doesn't work. last for long. Yeah, it's a work, definitely, indeed. So anyway, um, Ricochet hit a 450 splash on Mahal, but Shane was putting him down with a bro kick and tried to steal the pin. Cesaro broke up the pin and then set up Shane for the neutralizer. Ridge Holland ran to ringside, which distracted Cesaro moments later. Cesaro chased Holland off. The apron then turned into a bro kick and was pinned by Sheamus. Sheamus defeats Cesaro, Jinder Mahal, and Ricochet in exactly 11 minutes in a four-way to earn his, the final spot on Team SmackDown as Survivor Series. Now, Jeff, I thought this match was actually okay. Yeah, this match was okay. It was entertaining, and, uh, you know, I was glad to see Ricochet in the spot. I mean, I forgot Jinder was on SmackDown, um, I, I like to see Ridge Holland in that uh, in uh, a prominent spot. I mean, you he's knew it wasn't going to be Cesaro, right? No, yeah, he's done. Is his contract coming up too? Actually, soon. 
No, I think he I think he resigned around the same time as Nakamura for three years. I was probably oh, that's close right. to a year ago. Right. He's got another two years. Well, that's all right. He'll get future in David probably in the next couple of months. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think that, you know, he's one of the guys that, that they like. He's like the Dolph Ziegler and the Sheamus and whatever, the, the Miz, that they're just, they're happy to have him around. And Well, yeah. look at Morrison. I mean, you'd think with him and Miz. Well, but Morrison's got, I mean, but Miz was also with other people too. I mean, and they're yeah. not here either. I mean, you know, that that's, that's life. obviously not how it works, but <laughs> right. uh you know what, what I what, what's funny here is you know I mean you're more British adjacent than I am or maybe we're exactly the same but like don't British and Irish people not usually get along that well? They hate each other's guts, I believe. <laughs> right. So I, I'm I was hoping that maybe Drew McIntyre would turn heel and they would get whatever the Welsh wrestler is that's in the next huh. UK and bring him over and they can just form the United Kingdom. Yeah, exactly. Why not? I mean, instead of the United Nations, the United Kingdom. But in saying that, with Scottish people, it's a bit touchy now. It depends on what religious affiliation he has. Is he Catholic or is he Protestant? If he's Protestant... Their religion is pro wrestling. I'm sorry, their religion is sports entertainment. Oh, sorry. That's right. Sports entertainment. (laughs) Not pro wrestling. This ain't wrestling, folks. Anyway, Jeff Hardy was interviewed by by Braxton in the backstage area. Hardy put over... he boring? Who, Jeff? He was so boring in this. He's just on autopilot, dude. Really, you know what I mean? It's like he's just, he knows what to do, knows what to say, and that's about it. Like, what do you want him to do? Be excited? What's he to be excited about, Jeff? Cut a wrestling promo? I don't know. Eh, he does enough eh. to get by. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, yeah, no, he's doing fine for himself, sure. Yeah, I mean, seriously, he can't wait to get the fuck out. Believe me, I think he will end up in AEW. It always happens, you know, for so whatever reason. Want. To go through a few other tables. I mean, why not? <laughs> to, to lose to Darby? Yeah, why not? Okay. I mean, hey, you know there's going to be a good program between Darby and Jeff because as much as people call him like a Sting, like Sting's son, he's the second coming of Jeff Hardy. Let's be honest. I don't, I don't really know what he's the second coming of. I mean, I understand why people say things, but there's like, I mean, the Hardys, for better or worse, are, are the spiritual parents of 70 different professional wrestling acts at least in particular the bucks <laughs> particularly the, the box yeah i mean definitely definitely the bucks among them well as hardy was talking to braxton hardy put over drew mcintyre while talking about team smackdown then we get happy corbin and madcap friggin moss showing up moss asks how hardy decides what face paint to wear the supposed punchline was that he asked himself what goes well with a redneck. <laughs> so bad. That was cheesy as shit, dude. What the hell, man? I, You know, I, I have a complaint that I don't know what WWE's obsession is with three-person groups or no more than three-person groups. And then you had Hit Row, but then they got then one got released to make it a three-person <laughs> group, then they all got released. But now they <laughs> seem to be obsessed with two-person groups. It's like, you know, everybody has one friend, yep. except I mean, for Roman, who has two. True. And they're not even his friends, they're family. Right. And the, and like the Hurt Business reforms, but they're like never quite together. True. Good good point. That's was that's like the pinnacle, though, in AEW, similar sort of thing. Yeah, but they were together a lot. And, were, and, though, Jeff. Keyword, were. 
I get it, but like I'm not going to complain about there being one less bloated faction AW. I mean, they are not afraid of of multi person groups. They are they are afraid of the opposite. But I mean, you know, it's it's not like the wrestling business doesn't have a successful history of factions. <laughs> I mean, no, oh, absolutely, no, of course. But that's what's in now. We got two group, like two two men factions, three men factions, four men factions in all of professional wrestling. It feels like, but uh. But anyway, Adam Pierce then no, shows up. You get one friend. That's it. One friend, and that's yeah. it. That, and that must be the rules. You know what I mean? It's the buddy system. It's the, <laughs> it's the buddy system indeed. Well, Adam Pierce then shows up and told Corbin that he'd like him to start acting like a member of the team. He then says, since everything is a joke to Moss, uh, to Moss he would face Hardy in a singles match as who, Hardy laughed. Who went up to Corbin and said this? Pierce. Oh, I. Th- did you say Adam Pierce or did you say Adam Cole? I said Adam Pierce, baby. I, I heard Adam Cole. No, no, no. I think Adam Cole's just stuck in here. I'll go I'll go back on this and I'll see. I, but I'm pretty sure. I, I think I, I think I might have heard Adam Cole, because we were talking about Adam Pierce one time and, and and I kept picturing Adam Page. Or you were talking about Adam Page and I kept picturing Adam Pierce. There's there's definitely something <laughs> okay. with me with Adam Pierce that I always replace him in my head with somebody else. Which what? is not what it sounds like because I actually like Adam Pierce and I like the character he plays when he plays a character when he's not just a, a corporate cutout. Right. Uh, whenever he plays like a character, either do the face or do the heel, like I like it. Um, so it's not like I'm replacing him because I don't like him. It's just it just happens. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's weird. Maybe I should get therapy about it. Maybe yeah, I think you should actually, Jeff, because uh, maybe it's a, maybe an Adam did something to you. When you were younger or something, Jeff. I mean, should we be worried? I probably not, because I'm older than he is, like significantly. <laughs> Maybe it was Adam the alien. It could have been. You never know. <laughs> well, anyway, Hardy then laughs in a real awkward sort of haha. Then stops. I mean, uh, yeah, we get that match later on in the night. I mean, what do you think of this overall segment? Anyway, Pierce is good. And you did pretty much say a lot about the segment. But why is Moss and Happy Corbin? I mean, when are they going to fucking uh, get rid of Happy Corbin already? I'm so sick of this this guy from depressed to happy to... This guy's obviously got bipolar, which is nothing wrong with it. I I can't answer anything. So all I can tell you is for the, the three or four weeks where he was broke down as luck loser Corbin, but, but still delusionally... Uh, Incline like saying that they needed a hundred thousand dollars instead of brother, can you spare it? I'm his brother, can you spare a hundred grand? I mean, that was actually entertaining. So, like in true WWE fashion, where when something isn't broke, they absolutely try to fix it and and make it worse. And Riddick Moss, who when we last saw him was actually doing okay in Raw on the ground and actually seeming like he could be interesting, sort of as a legit guy. And they they give him basically the role of a sidekick hyena to to a beta <laughs> hyena as it is. It, and and it and it stinks. At least the alpha hyena gets to change his clothes. The other one right. has a costume. And he's wearing like Versace. He's a sidekick. Yeah, like, like he's a sidekick from the Riddler in Batman or something. <laughs> you know who Moss reminds me of actually, Jeff? Funny enough, who? Uh, Jesus, why did the names just leave my mind? Mind you, Jesus, no, Jesus, cheese, no, no, not cheese, no, 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 what's the tag? No, 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 Chucky Cheese. See, you throw me off. What's the powers? Hey, that's going way back. Tony D'Angelo, 
<laughs> not quite. But but anyway, no, remember the Redneck uh, tag team back in uh, 2002, 2003? Lance Cade. He reminds me of Lance Cade. Hmm. Wasn't Lance Cade blonde? Yes, but it's not that. It's his build and kind of his face. I don't know. They just remind me of each other, man. For some weird reason, I don't know why I think of Lance Cade when I see him. But if you look at Lance Cade and him, I mean, they're both bland. Rest in peace to Lance Cade. He passed away, unfortunately, really young due to a heart condition, which is pretty sad. But that's what he reminds me of. And, you know, neither of them really are going to make it. Well, obviously, Cade didn't make much of an impact. And Moss... He won't be around that long. I think he'll get he'll get future endeavoured soon. Mark my words. I don't know. I, I mean, I I don't understand anything about what this company is doing with its with its staffing. I mean, I'm not even yeah. talking about the amount of releases. That part I I understand. I right. fully understand the difference between profits and there being a budget and the budget adjusting and wanting to maximize profits. Absolutely. I just don't understand the staffing choices that they've made. It's not so much the numbers. I mean, that that's, I understand why people are upset about that or, you know, and, and all that. I mean, I get that, but I, I don't understand the choices. I, I don't, I don't know what they're trying to go for. I mean, every time I think I can riddle out what they're looking for, I, I, I you know, I don't know how many times can I say I don't understand, but I, I don't see anything in this Riddick Moss act, this Madcap Moss. I I, I don't like the Happy Corbin thing, so no, I, I didn't particularly like this segment, but it wasn't all that long, and it was leading to a match. So, yeah, well, but this was definitely the downfall of the first hour. Well, there was one more thing I need to point out with this segment. One thing is, it seems like Adam Pierce is becoming a babyface, in my opinion. That's one thing. Two. You know how we said he wanted SmackDown to win? Well, he's hoping for SmackDown to win, right? But well, he kept he say, saying on Raw, the opposite. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to point out. Didn't he say on Raw the, the complete opposite, which is funny, but whatever. He's mind games. He's, he's, he's like you with the, with, the, with the Rampage review show. You're doing one for PWC. You're doing one for how many <laughs> media group. Either way, you're the winning show. <laughs> Not quite. But no, I just don't want it to sound the same. You know what I mean? That's why I'd rather you... You talk more than giving my opinion because you can only find my opinion. But then again, sometimes opinions change overnight, so you never know. I know. You you actually did a, a face turn on, on the last show and <laughs> took, the, took to the opposite position of yourself from five days earlier on a well, different show. only because I thought about it. But mm-hmm. anyway, we move backstage once again where Seamus gushed to Megan Morant about how he inspired Holland to become a wrestler. Seamus That's then- her name, Megan Morant? Yes. God, get rid of her. Bring in Quinn <laughs> McKay. Get, I mean, I'm sorry, Megan, but there's, there's no, there's no personality there. I agree. I mean, she's she she's hot, but not that hot. If you know, not my she type, is, anyway. No, she's not that good. Yeah, you're right. No, it's true. I mean, I'm trying to be I mean, nice, Jeff. I'm trying to be nice. She looks basically like the 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 woman from NXT and the woman from Raw. I thought they were the same person. <laughs> I was tripping out when I was watching NXT last week when we'd done the review, or this past week. I was like, is that the same? Why were they using the same chick? But it's not. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, at least go, like, you know, do a Charlie's Angels or Josie on the Pussycats on us and, like, have, you know, one brunette, one blonde, one redhead, something. Have a, so, so some difference there. I agree, man. Well, maybe some ethnic differences. I don't know. Do, do something. I mean, these women, I mean, it's like they came out of like some, like, like, like 
all this Huxley, George Orwell, like like from Westworld. It's like they manufactured, like they came out yeah, of the same mold. Definitely manufactured, no doubt about what's it. The, what's that called? Like a, an assembly line. Like they, they yeah. came off an assembly line. That's true. I mean, that's what it is. It's exactly that. But um, anyway, Seamus goes on and to act like he was crying, then laughed. Holland told Seamus that he would still be broke in England and fighting bums in the street if it wasn't for him. Holland told Seamus that he's his idol. Right. Cool. I, I like these two, though, Jeff. I don't yeah. mind this pairing. Well, they were going to go have a pint, and they, they, you know, it's a man after his own heart. Right. Absolutely. Go hard, you Irish fellas. That's fine. Think? Listen, I, I'm fine with this. I, I'm just not digging all everybody ha- only has one friend. Right. But you know what? I believe it might take a creepy turn eventually in this little feud where Holland's a bit too obsessed with Seamus, if you know what I mean. Uh, I don't see WWE doing that, but I mean, <laughs> this relationship will fail and then they'll have a feud. I mean, that, that's why. Oh, you know, one thing that they, they did do a, a nod to the bar in the in the four way and Seamus did the bar you know like the thumb sideways but then he turned it down like uh, like emperor nero like down off with his head kill the gladiator yeah, that yeah. was that, that was a good spot absolutely I, I love Seamus. so good i like him i don't love him but i like him like he's good and cesaro Some... missed every single uppercut on everybody except for one one was actually quite vicious i f- i thought one did connect but we'll get to that i hope it was with gender no we're not going to get to that because we already covered that match we passed it Oh yeah, we did too. The four way. You're right. I know. So yeah, no, you're right. But I didn't. I didn't talk about the actual uppercut. Now that you mentioned it, and you brought brought it back to mind. Well, which one hit? It was the one where someone. I think it was Jinder, where he jumped off the top rope, and then Sheamus went whack right into him. Well, we're talking about Cesaro's uppercuts, not not Sheamus's. I Sheamus. mean, sorry, Cesaro, Cesaro. Sorry, I was meant to say Cesaro when he done a European know. uppercut. No, it was Cesaro. It was Cesaro. Anyway, he connected. There was only one. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, forget that. Let's move on. So, uh, we get the broadcast team set up a video backstage. I mean, a video package on Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. And I'm looking forward to this match. Just quite a bit. We'll, we'll also get back to that. And then we get Aaliyah and Naomi, or Aaliyah, whatever you want to call her. And Naomi made their entrance for a tag match against Shayna Baszler and Natalia. And then a sponsored video recap Aaliyah beating Natalia last week, only to have Sonya Deville remove her from Team SmackDown. Thank God. Then we get match number two. Well, they told us why. Because she got helped by Naomi. So since she's friends with Naomi, she got kicked off the Survivor Series team, which, you know, it was sort of arbitrary. At least they gave us some thin reason for it this week. Very thin. But I'm glad she's off the team because I can't stand this this one oh, I'm yeah, sorry. No, no. She, she doesn't deserve to be on the team anyway i mean all the main roster for that matter there's an argument for that too but i mean at least at, at least it's part of a wrestling story wrestling using that loosely that term loosely I, but anyway stories don't need to be that complicated in wrestling there just needs to be something well true we or re- say it's an exhibition match just say this is a matchup that we're not we wouldn't see otherwise but you know, it's an exhibition so then we get to match number two between Aaliyah and Naomi versus Shayna Baszler and Natalia. The entrances of Baszler and Natalia were not televised. Na- Naomi put Baszler down with a rear view. Naomi went after Natalia, but Baszler recovered and pulled her down to the mat. Natalia covered Naomi, and the referee made a fast count, which the broadcast team acknowledged. So Shayna Baszler and Natalia defeat Aaliyah and Naomi in about one minute flat. Yeah, and it was the NXT referee. 
Right, it was. It sure was. And then she goes back to the back and asks Deville about you know how she went. But we'll get to that. So I'm glad again. We you know these one minute, two, three minute matches. It's it's a thing, dude. It's good. Yeah, true. So anyway, we get Jeff Hardy sh- being shown uh, shown warming up backstage. Cole, uh, Cole set up a video package on Bruno Sammartino to promote the limited edition shirts that they are only selling at Survivor Series. And at the Barclays Center, Hardy made I his entrance. bullshit. Why? Those will definitely be on WWE Shop Zone like the day. You after. think so? Yes. Well, they make it. They, they've been making it a point to point out that it's only available at Barclays Center. They they cannot have fifty percent capacity at that show. They're trying to sell tickets. Okay, uh, fair enough. I mean, you know have... the Italian, the the, the paisans, the German, oh, no, Bruno, but, still the hero. But eh? let's be honest. Uh, what do they care about Bruno these days? You know what I mean? Who gives a shit about San Martino? Hey, he's a legend. Don't get me wrong. But today's fans the, don't care. The WWE average average viewer is five years older than me. Okay, well, if you put it like that, then uh, yeah, you're right. Because Bruno was before my time too, man. You know what I mean? I know he was a huge megastar. Don't get me wrong. And I was a fan of his for one reason, going back on the old stuff, is because he teamed up with a Greek wrestler named Spiros Arion. I don't know if you remember him. Nobody actually, cares Jeff. about that. No, no, he was decent, no. dude. He was a decent I wrestler. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're lying. I know you knew. I know you know who he is. I only know one Spiro. Oh, no, I'm not talking about that one. But anyway, let's move Spiro on. Spiro Jiro, great 80s band. <laughs> You had me there, Jeff. You had mm. me. Anyway, um, so yeah, they're, pr- they're promoting his shit as Jeff Hardy makes his entrance. Then we get Sami Zayn freaking out about <laughs> freaking out about something to Sonya Deville, who blamed Adam Pearce for it. She said she would be holding a 25-man battle royale in honor of The Rock's anniversary. How silly. And Zayn could be in it. The referee from the, from the women's tag match then shows up and asks Deville if she did a good job. Deville then goes on to say she doesn't associate with crooked referees and then dismissed her immediately. Right, and and the woman just took that and shook her head and walked away like that. Um, Even though she technically works for NXC, not WWE, which is a different brand entirely. Um, So this Rock Battle Royal, we know one entrant is Sami Zayn. Um, Do they have 24 other people? In my opinion, they probably don't, but I'm sure they do, obviously. So, so yeah, I, I, I'm not sure who's not on the, the card, but I guess they'll have to have 24 other people. Um, is this going to be the pre-show? You'd think so. Probably, yeah. But more importantly, are we going to get a rock debut, well, not debut, but showing up again on WWE programming? I mean, Live, definitely it. not. On um, video, so. maybe, but only to promote his movie, Red Notice. So this is all just smoke and mirrors, basically. Show business. Fair enough. Well, we get maybe, Mag- maybe Minoru Suzuki will show up. Hey, I'm down for that, dude. I'm, I'm actually down for that. I know you're not, but I am. Nobody in the WWE world would care. Wow. How dare They'd be you? like, who, who's, whose grandfather didn't take his medication and got lost? Wow. I'm I'm not happy with you now, Jeff. I'm I'm not happy. But anyway, <laughs> moving right along to Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin making the entrance. Hardy took the mic and said the odds weren't in his favor, so he might as well have someone in his corner. 
and who decides to come out? Your hero, my hero, everybody's hero, Drew McIntyre. Hardy put that face paint on really quickly. Uh, he must have been flying, Jeff. Yeah, he he, he <laughs> applied that in about seven and a half minutes. That was that was some record face paint. <laughs> I guess meth is a hell of a drug, dude. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Exactly. There, anyway. He, Drew McIntyre is still carrying that goddamn yes, sword. I was just about to say that he brought his big-ass sword with him as per usual, and he never really uses it properly. He should stab people with it. You know what I mean? It's so stupid. <laughs> well, that brings us to match number three between Jeff Hardy with Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss. Who should yes, Jeff Hardy has to have a buddy too. It, it's the buddy system now. It's the buddy era. And I'm not talking about Buddy Murphy. I'm talking about the buddy friendships. So it is what uh, it Buddy is. Murphy, Buddy Murphy is all over. Buddy Matthews is everywhere. He's all over the Indies now. Yeah, everywhere but the major leagues <laughs> at he's, the moment. He's re- but he's New Japan strong. He wrestled yeah, Okada. Right. That's a, that, that, that was that's a great like, match. That's like dining with Jesus. He always wanted to go to New Japan, and I think he's a great fit there, but I want to see him in AEW personally. He's not in New Japan. He's in New Japan Strong, which is New oh. Japan, North America. That's like saying Whatever. that you're in WWE when you're in NXT. And NXT UK. It's still WWE though, Jeff, regardless. So just, it's not. It's it's just not. Whatever. Whatever, Jeff. <laughs> anyway. Are you girl now? Yes, I am. <laughs> anyway, so we move to match number three. Jeff Hardy. Molly Ringwald, I said that. Uh, Molly said Ringwald that. is my co-host. <laughs> Did I mention Happy Corbin was with friggin' Madcap Moss? Let's not mention Happy Corbin anymore. All right, well, McIntyre ends up handing his sword to McAfee, who said he had no idea what he was holding, a sword all of a sudden. Hardy put Moss down with the twist of fate, and they went up the top. Corbin climbed onto the apron, but McIntyre pulled him from uh, pulled him back down. Moss then cuts off Hardy on the ropes and pulled him back into the ring. No one cares. Just stop. The face is one. Nobody cares. Well, I'm at the end. Moss went for a suplex, but Hardy counted into an inside cradle for the one, two, three. Jeff Hardy beats Mad Cat Moss in 1 minute 30 seconds. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, I didn't give a shit. Obviously, you didn't give a shit. I thought this SmackDown was pretty decent, but yet we're shitting on it. Uh, you know, <laughs> the, the, the bad parts were quick. Well, to be honest, Corbin and Moss are like a bad Saturday Night uh, Saturday Night Live friggin' uh, gimmick, if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely a bad that's what they remind me of, and it just it's not funny. They, anyway, Cole goes on to recap footage of the bloodline destroying Xavier Woods' silly king garb, and we move back. Because we needed a recap from 45 minutes earlier. Well, that's that's how it goes, you know what I mean? So backstage... I know, I, it's still WWE programming, I, I, I know. We move on backstage where Heyman was shown walking while talking on the phone, as per usual, like he does every week. Braxton, Did you just say Hangman? I said Heyman, not Hangman. Oh. Jesus Christ. Jeff, is AEW on your mind? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Hangman. Or the uh, Led Zeppelin yeah. song, Gallows, uh, Gallows Paul. <laughs> well, Heyman, Adam Page. I mean, Paul Heyman was shown walking while talking on the phone. Uh-huh. Braxton, <laughs> I didn't say nothing. Braxton popped up with the mic and scared him. She asked if Reigns would accept the challenge of Woods. Heyman said Reigns would face Woods just 48 hours before he will smash Big E. Now, is it just me? 
but do I feel some sexual tension between Braxton and uh, Heyman now? Oh, yeah. She, <laughs> she is in love with him. He's right. They're totally going to get married. She's totally leaving <laughs> her husband. And, and they're totally a thing. Absolutely. Uh, no, there's, there's, there's definitely magic there to be made. Absolutely. <laughs> I might, everybody, I'm, like, like I told you, everybody needs a buddy. Everybody needs a buddy. And if anyone out there thinks I'm being serious, I'm being sarcastic. All right. Just for the record. <laughs> yes, I am. Do you, do you know that for Halloween, Jimmy dressed as Paul Heyman and Dee dressed as Caleb Black Braxton? That is so like a bad porno right there, Jeff. I mean, <laughs> well, anyway. in fairness, any porno urine is a bad porno. So. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. Anyway, enough of the <laughs> fucking pillow talk. Rick Boogs plays his guitar on the stage and then fired up a live crowd. Speaking of bad porn. Yeah, he's a the epitome of bad porn. And then fight up the live crowd before introducing Inter- Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura. Cole then People hypes up. pop for this shit. People pop. The crowd went crazy for this. They did. They went cray cray. All right. Cole then hypes up Nakamura versus Angel Gaza for after the break. So we move on to match number four. for Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura with Rick Boogs versus Angel with Humberto now I forgot it's not the Gazas anymore they've they've chopped off the Gaza last name Los Lotharios Los Lothar yeah more like Lothar- Los Lothargicos more like it <laughs> stop it <laughs> anyway I'll show them lethargic <laughs> <laughs> why do they take out Gaza when we all know about the Gaza family and the Gaza the, the famous Gaza wrestling family in Mexico I mean come on I have no idea. They they take away first names. They take away last names. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. I I, I don't. I, I have no idea why they do what they do. Jesus, so yeah. And just I mean, the record, is, 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 are they call the other guy Humberto, or are they calling him Korea? Like, does one of them have a last name and one of them has no, a first no, no. name? It's Humberto, and an angel. Wait, wait, yes. an angel. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. See, I had to so, look at that carefully. Like, hang on a minute. I'm confused there for a second. So it's just Angel and Humberto. I don't know, but sometimes people get their name back. I mean, Matt Riddle, I think, is back to Matt Riddle, though he might be Riddle again. I'm I'm not sure. (laughs) Well, one I have just uh, Gaza 1 and Gaza 2, like Viano 1, Viano 2, Viano 3. I I don't know. I'm not sure. I I don't have an answer for you. So just so so our listeners understand, yes, Angel and Humberto lost their last names. That's what we're saying. So... Moving right along, Humberto grabbed the leg of Nakamura. Boogs grabs Humberto. Or did they get new last names? Are they oh, is it Angel and Humberto Lotharios now? <laughs> did we go over this just before? Maybe it is. You know what? For the terms of the, for the point of this show, we'll call them Angel and Humberto Lotharios. Yes. Now Lotharios is sort of like a Casanova. <laughs> it's sort of, it's sort of like an ill-intentioned lover boy. Well, it's like a playboy. It's like it's like recidivist Romeo. Well, Angel's definitely that. Let's be honest. I mean, I want to see that rip. You know how he rips off his pants gimmick again, and and all the girls in the front row uh, just well, going wild. Well, that's why they they dropped his last name because that would be called the Garza Strip. Yes. Hey. <laughs> well, you can't have that now, can you? That's great. That's great and bad at the same time. I'm the best and the worst. That's why I'm Evil Dose. <laughs> that's that's why he's Evil Dose indeed. So anyway, Shinsuke beats Angel in 1 minute 45 in a non-title match. 
I mean, what's up with all these two minute matches, dude? And it's not just happening know. in SmackDown, it's happening on Raw too. I don't know why it was a non-title match if the champion is winning dominantly. I don't understand why the Intercontinental Champion is in a tag team program when he's the Intercontinental Champion. God knows they have other tag teams that they could put into programs. I know they released half of them. Maybe they could re-sign one or two. I I, I don't know. Call me crazy, but they could okay. use some tag teams. I, I they could. I don't I don't understand any part of this. I mean, all I know is that if the only thing is that if when Nakamura and Boogs ultimately lose this thing, that Nakamura doesn't lose his title. And, you know, I guess Boogs turns heel and hits him with the guitar or something. And maybe that's when Elias comes back as, you know, he, he only buried his acoustic guitar and he comes back with an electric guitar. I, oh, I, God. And then they're the, they're the new rockers. I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> the new, new rockers. 80s wild child Tony Storm. I I, I, I can I, see I, that. I can actually see that. That's interesting because Tony Storm is straight out of the 80s. Definitely. I, I have no idea what, what is happening with this company. I, I cannot explain it. Reviewing it is almost an impossible task because it is incumbent in this in this professional role we have is to try to make sense of things that don't make sense. It's true, man. And, and like I said, look, we're probably not giving the show the benefit of the doubt. It was a decent show, but when you look back on it and you break it down, like I enjoyed it for what it was because my expectations weren't high anyway. So I was just gazing at it for yeah, what it, it was. Terrible. It was. I, I would. I would call it uh, six out of ten. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'd probably say the same thing. So after the match, Boogs tried to celebrate with Nakamura, but Humberto hit Boogs with a cheap shot and then fled to ringside. Good riddance. Yeah, good riddance is exactly right. <laughs> so we move on to a highlight package of Shotzi attacking Sasha Banks on a recent SmackDown. Meanwhile, backstage, DeVille stood between Banks and Shotzi. Shotzi called Banks a vindictive little brat and said she doesn't forget when she, when she gets screwed over. Banks then held up her hand and said she'd be rich if she had a nickel for every time a rookie tried to make a name at her expense. Where does that sound familiar, Jeff? Uh, I don't know. It sounds a lot like Enzo Amore. Oh, Enzo Amore. Really? Well, she just changed it up just a tiny bit. But anyway. Ring veteran Enzo Amore. Ring veteran Enzo Amore, who's apparently in MLW now, right? For an arc, but uh, so is Jeff Cobb and Bobby Fish. And we already know that Bobby Fish already signed with another company. I mean, right. So he's Kingfish now, Jeff. Kingfish. But he's not Jonah the Whale. <laughs> Jonah the whale. You talking about Jonah Rock? <laughs> yeah, Jonah Rock, right? It's gonna be it's gonna be land mammal against sea mammal, moose Whoa. versus whale. Whoa, that's a f now that is gonna put butts in seats, literally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if by butts you mean cigarette butts that were left there the night before, yes. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, like I said, folks, it was a decent smackdown. Don't don't hear what we're saying. We're just saying. Well, that we, we pivoted successfully to Impact. Right. But anyway, so let's pivot straight back to SmackDown. Straight back. Straight back. Straight back. Banks said payback is a bitch, and so is she. DeVille told them that they could take things out on one another during their match, but she expected them to shake hands once it was all over because, you know, they are Survivor Series teammates after all, right, Jeff? Absolutely. Um, Does Sasha Banks, does she look different Face-wise to yes. you? Yes, I was thinking the same thing. You know what? She looks older. 
I don't know what she looks, but something looks different. Like, I don't know if she got a nose job or something done oh, to her eyes or whatever. Sure. I mean, I don't, and I don't understand, listen, I don't understand why a lot of people do a lot of things, but she was a, a spectacularly beautiful woman and, and she still is. And I'm sure if I get used to it, I'll still think, but I actually, I think I liked how she looked before. Um, I don't know what it is. Though. I can't figure it out. Like, I'll tell you. Tell me. First of all, this is a good segue to what I really want to say. Now, f- women, if we've got any female listeners, I'm sure we have a couple, at least. I'm not, I'm not sure of that. <laughs> I am sure because I've had a few females share our shows. So um, there must be... Listen. Well, whatever the case, if there is any, I just want to say this, ladies, all right? First of all, it's not attractive. Uh, and most males will say this, all right? It doesn't matter where they're from in the world. We're telling you right now, I'm from Australia, Jeff's from the States. We're going to tell you, oh, look, I don't know if Jeff agrees, but... I don't know what the fuck you're about to say. (laughs) In my opinion, girls, you don't need to do any sort of a million nose jobs and a million cheek frigging push-ups and and whatnot. Basically, no plastic surgery. We, as males, don't like plastic surgery. Unless you need it. Unless you need it. For like seasonal fashion? Absolutely not. The thing that people are doing with their chins and their jawlines oh, and, and their lips and their cheeks, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Now, boobs, awful. Oh, I'm awful. That's different. Hey, well, one hundred percent. So, I <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> that's completely different. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a completely when, different thing altogether. But when it comes to the face, I know females are very insecure, right? Clearly, right? But they go so they do I mean, it as so they much. should because men are much more beautiful. Hey, well, let's be honest. Men, you know, we, we, our expiry date expires a lot later than females. Let's be honest. That's that's facts. Come on Listen, now. They call, everybody knows the peacock. Nobody knows the peahen. Oh, nice. And very nicely played. But in saying that, just girls, don't go that hard. Stop being th- like stop being so insecure to the point where you still think you're not looking good, even though they're technically hot. That's what puzzles me. Listen, I'm not going to tell anyone what to do. All I'm saying is that, I I mean, I don't know what Sasha had done, why she had it done, because, I mean, she's already, like, above a one percenter in the world of attractive people. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, but you're she, right. She, she's in the top one percent looks-wise, and, uh, you know, I, I don't understand it. It, it. And it's not that she looks bad. It's just no. that you we different and different to me was weird. I don't mean weird. Like she looks weird, no, she's you. beautiful, yeah, yeah. but it was, it was weird to see someone look different and she wasn't, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, well, you know, obviously she had had it done before SummerSlam. I, and, and I don't, it's like just connecting with me now that, that there's something physically different. Well, look at, look at, uh, <laughs> Sher Flair, for example. Yeah. I don't understand how, I mean, her, like she went from like really muscular to really lean, lean thin. I mean, she's obviously, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really want to go down this rabbit hole too hard, but she's like, wow. Cause I started it. Um, <laughs> like I, I, I like took out the map. I said, here's the hole. How, how do we get there? And now I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to hike. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying though, doesn't she look like Sher now? If I could turn back time, <laughs> I will find another way. Basically, that's yeah. I, I yeah. I I don't know. I I just I'm glad it's not just me with that. But uh, that said, you know, reasonably enhanced boobs and all for that. Every everything else, consult me separately. <laughs> 
at jeffleepmanathotmail.com. <laughs> I'm joking. But anyway, so we move on to Sasha Banks versus Shotzi, which I believe is match number five. Shotzi's entrance was not televised. A dating graphic was shown for the women's elimination match that still showed a few spot open on the SmackDown side. Kyle acknowledged the graphic and said the spot had been filled by, guess who, Tony Storm. And yeah, I mean, Tony's straight from the 80s. You know what I realized about Tony Storm when she had a little... She stinks? Uh, no, not that she stinks, but she's a... She is Jay Leno's skull? No, thank God she doesn't. Imagine Jay Leno's daughter. I'll I'll be freaking out, dude. Uh, that she has very small breasts? Yes. How'd you know I was going to say that? That's what fucking got my attention. I kid you not, Jeff. That was great. I had you read my mind. How'd you know I was going to say that? I went through a pretty extensive list before I got there. Well, obviously, you, you noticed that <laughs> yourself. <clears throat> She's very The first time I her. saw her, I noticed that. It's, 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 I it's, didn't. I mean, it is absolutely the first thing I look at. Wow. I'm sure you must have been uh, breastfed when you were baby. I Jeff. wasn't, which, which is the first thing I look at. <laughs> so you're deprived. Yeah, I was, I, I was, I was a formula baby. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean. That's I, why I'm t- evil. That's right. That's why he's evil. Imagine but, how good I could have been. Imagine. Imagine. But in saying that, Tony, I know you've got the cakes. But you don't have the cakes up the top. So, girl, yeah. Jimmy is no longer interested in you. Right. Well, no. Whatever hopes you had, Tony, it's over. <laughs> it's over. I don't want you, girl. It's on Stay the air. Don't Stop ever begging. come back. It's embarrassing. Don't ever come back to Australia, Tony. Otherwise. That's right. If you bother <laughs> him again, he's going to unleash a pack of <laughs> rabid wallabies on you. <laughs> yeah, and she knows all about those wallabies, believe me. You bet she does. <laughs> anyway, so... um. Uh, we get we, we get the match starting. Shotzi dominated the offense coming out of the break and well not out of the break but also out of the match. I felt like she was pretty much the dominant female. But Banks started selling her bad arm. Banks eventually came back and used her good arm and then her leg But how did her arm get bad, Jimmy? Well, do you want me to go back there? I'm trying to chop it a bit short, but if you want me to go back, I can Well, tell you. that's because Shotzi put Banks's arm in one of the hand uh, holes in the ring steps, the aluminum ring steps. Which so, did not connect, repeat- mind you, not one. Right. She repeatedly kicked as if she was going to break her wrist there, but the, no amount of camel work could, could get an no. angle where it, it even looked like she was remotely coming close. Yeah, and it was pretty bad. And that's why I didn't actually read that, because to me, it didn't happen. So... It is Why? If, if, listen, if it was an AEW botch, we're talking about it. If it's a WWE <laughs> yeah. botch, I'm talking about it. That's true. I, now you're right. I'm an equal opportunity critic. Well, I'm trying to do you a favor too, Jeff. You know what I mean? The professor thinks that he's the only objective man in pro wrestling. I call bullshit on that. I'm the only objective <laughs> man in pro wrestling. He uh, might be the professor, but I'm the dean. Oh, nice, nice. He just checkmated you, prof. That's right. Wanted, game wanted, on. Game on. So anyway, I am the secretary of the department of motherfucking education. <laughs> oh shit. So anyway, uh, she comes back with a good arm and then her leg while applying a cross face and got the submission win in about 11 and a half minutes. Sasha wins. What's new? Yeah, good. And she, and she won clean and, you know, and then she adhered to the code of honor and then she gave uh, Shotzi um a co-breaker. So she looked at Sonia Deville, said, hey, shook her hand. Huh? I, you didn't tell me I had to be nice afterwards. 
Right. Well, can I ask? And Sonia with her Ferragamo belt buckle uh, was nonplussed by the whole thing. Yep, I agree. She and then the belt didn't seem to agree either. But anyway, um, who's the baby face and who's the heel here, Jeff? Um, I'm starting to think nobody is the baby face, but Sasha is more the baby face. Is she really? Katsu is more than. Um, it's hard. It it's hard to say because she is still Sasha, and her character is so is such a heel, and she's so good at it. But yeah, I mean, the other one did try to break her arm, and and you know did beat her up the week prior for you know only a thin pretense of a reason. But uh, yeah, I'm. I said what I said, but again, it's WWE, and I can't really make sense of much, so I can't make you know. I mean. In WWE, the heels are often right. So in this Charlotte Becky thing, I mean, there's no clear heel or face, but They're the popular both. opinion seems to be with Becky. But if Charlotte's story is true, she's the one who did the right thing. She's the one who wanted to drop the belt to Bianca Belair on TV and not do the stupid title swap. And Becky is the one who said, listen, the office told us to do this, so, so do this. So is she technically right? Is she... You know, is she the Shawn Michaels in this equation? And is Charlotte being the the Bret Hart in this? Sort of. Yeah, right. I mean, and we'll get to that. Save it for that for that moment. But um. Oh, I, just edit that out. No, 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 no need to edit it out. But oh, yeah. you can cut and paste it. You can just cut it. Then I, I could. I, well, yeah, I could do that. But anyway, after the match, Sonya Deville walked out and nodded to Banks regarding the handshake she requested. Banks pulled her hand. Shotzi looked back at Deville and then accepted the handshake. Banks turned the Shotzi around and put it down with a with a backstabber, like you mentioned. Then Banks left the ring and told Deville that she did what she said by shaking Shotzi's hand. And Deville's just standing there, not pleased. So we move backstage. Reigns asked Heyman if it was time, if it was time yet. Heyman confirmed that it was, and the Uso stood up. But Reigns told them that he was going to do this. All by his lonesome. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. So, we we move on to a video package on Zaya Lee was shown, which is surprising. What's going on there? Um, I don't know because they've been advertising her for a while, and right. you know she's coming off of that. What I thought was an interesting Tian Sha. Me too. Uh, whole act but obviously it broke apart um without much interest i have no idea where Susie q is i'm surprised she wasn't in the, in the latest batch of releases i'm also a little surprised that boa wasn't in the last batch of releases uh because he seemed to but at least that one you know he seemed to absorb her power and her face paint and all that so you know sure. i guess if they weren't completely abandoning it that that one would make more sense but I don't like saying those words with WWE because they don't make sense. <laughs> uh, anyway, it, it looks like whoever was doing the same kind of character arc for Tian Sha and then also for the latest incarnation of Alistair Black, not Malachi Black, Alistair Black yeah. is doing the same kind of thing here, but it was like almost like a in Kill Bill, the Quentin Tarantino, yeah. like the cartoon part yep. where they were telling a story. Yep. But, but Zia Lee, who was a killer, on NXT, an absolute murderer trying to kill people. Now she gained her powers 
because her family grew up poor because her father uh, died when they were young and uh, they had an abusive landlord who was trying wait, to kick wait, them wait, out. Wait, 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 before you continue, are you, are you saying she's basically playing the victim? Well, the victim no more because when the landlord <laughs> tried to evict them, she, as a young girl, apparently already knew Kung Fu or karate Ooh. or all, all sorts of things. And, Swift, and, nice. and punch that uh, fat ass right in, right <laughs> in his stomach because, you know, landlords cannot collect rent. You know, they're not entitled to rent because if somebody's father dies and, and they can't afford rent, that the landlord is evil because he still pays a mortgage and taxes and utilities and all that. And then definitely doesn't deserve rent because he has no bills to pay either. He's obviously greedy and evil. Um, yeah, no, she is now Zaya Lee, the protector. Yes. So I don't know if this is some sort of APA thing. I don't know if she's just a face, but whatever it is. Yeah, I thought it was the artwork was interesting. The storytelling was interesting, but her as a hero was a big disconnect for me. I didn't fit. Uh, I, I thought it was cheesy Extremely. and it's sort of like the lamest equalizer of all time. Well, can we possibly be getting not a superhero but maybe a superhero on smackdown yeah that i mean that's what i was thinking this is this is like a somewhat better version of nikki almost superhero well at least she's the protect she has the protective shield of her father and she's out there to protect her father apparently and that hence dubbing herself the protector right well he was a very effective protector by dying early Shout-outs to Sawyer Lee's father, who couldn't protect his daughter, unfortunately. Yeah, or her siblings, and shout-out to her older siblings, who apparently needed their <laughs> youngest sister to learn Kung Fu to beat up the evil landlord with very one bulbous eye. Oh, but I'll tell you one thing that she couldn't beat up, and that's evil dose. No, she's definitely couldn't beat <laughs> up. If Evil Dose's situation was a little different, Evil Dose <sighs> might pay her a significant amount of money for that. Oh, so he'd bribe his way past trouble, basically. Is that what you're saying there, uh, Jeff? No, you're misinterpreting it. Into the trouble. Oh, into the trouble. Ah, even better. There's a thin line between pleasure and pain, my friend. <laughs> well, speaking of pleasure, we moved backstage where Tony Storm was interviewed by Braxton in Oof. the backstage area. <laughs> Footage aired of Storm's segment with Charlotte Flair from last week's show. So, And then uh, Storm said she wants to see Flair face Becky Lynch on Sunday. She said Flair is obsessed and that makes her vulnerable and she won't be able to handle losing to Lynch. Storm also said Flair will want to take out all of her frustrations on her. Cool. Yeah. So Charlotte said, after I beat up Becky, I'm going to do the same thing to you. But she said in the wrong order, like, I'm going to do the same thing to well, you that I do to Becky, but afterwards. Right. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what she said. She said she would beat the crap out of Lynch and then Storm is next on the list because, you know, she's Bill Flair. Yeah. All right. You know what I mean? Who's next? I guess Tony's next. Tony time, it seems like not all the time, unfortunately for yeah, her. Yeah, but it's a non-title match. Which, which means nothing. Hopefully there's some sort of program that does start. I want Tony to get pushed. I'm not saying that because 
she's Australian. Lord knows that I think most of these Aussie wrestlers absolutely suck tits, literally. But more importantly, suck balls. Yeah, I I mean, I think because it's a non-title match that Tony will probably win. She had, they haven't done much with her on the main roster. Um, I Well, we'll get to the predictions early on, but I, I think they're going to do like a little Charlotte losing streak story. You think? Yeah, I mean, I'm spoiling the prediction, which is we'll probably get to in 20 minutes anyway. But no, yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't think they can have Becky lose at this point, and Charlotte certainly can. Well, I'm glad you and said. Since Charlotte minutes. is correct in the in her position morally, in my opinion, of course she's going to lose because she didn't she didn't. If the story is true, she did not want to do what the office is going to do, so they have to teach her a little lesson. Right. Well, you know what what they say. I mean, Kurt Angle, I don't know why he used to get booed when he was an All-American uh, hero and won a gold medal, yet everybody used to boo him and he didn't know why. I, 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 I don't know either. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, so Tony Storm is going to have a non-title match with Charlotte. I guess it'll be this coming Friday. I guess. I'm assuming. But who knows with WWE. But anyway, we move on to the main event between Xavier Woods and uh, Roman Reigns. So Woods makes his entrance for the final segment, which was once again listed. At 9.49. So you knew it was going to be much of a segment because you knew right. we were getting a commercial break and you knew that we were going to get Roman Reigns' you know, parade into the, into the ring. Yeah. Well, Woods stood there in the ring like an idiot and said he was there to find out if Reigns was a man. Well, guess what, Xavier? Did you check his underwear? and find out if he was a man. But anyway, I assume he didn't. Reigns in <laughs> Reigns was a man. <laughs> he goes, anyway, so Reigns was a man. He recalled hitting an elbow drop on Reigns and then used the Usos interfering. Woods said that meant that Reigns couldn't beat him on his own. Woods calls for Reigns to come out and prove him wrong. Reigns and Heyman made their entrance. Heyman turned back and called for the Usos while Reigns smiled. The Usos didn't come out so Heyman called for them again, and the Usos were tossed onto the stage. And then Big E made his entrance and roughed up Reigns at ringside and then threw him in the ring. Big E and Woods put the boots to Reign. The Usos ran in. Big E hit one Uso with a big ending, while Woods super kicked the other. Woods then shoves his Uso to Big E, who hit another big ending. The Usos then fled like little, like little girls, basically, to ringside. Woods performed a flip dive onto them. Reigns enters the ring after that behind Big E and dropped him with a Superman punch. Reigns lets out his ooh, ah, war cry and went for a spear. You are but... on fire with your impersonations. Fine. Anyway, Big E then caught him and hoisted him up for his finisher, but Reigns slipped away. Reigns sold rib pain at ringside while Big E and Woods celebrated inside the ring for a great, great, great bullshit segment, as per usual, and then that's it. I mean, you know, now at least there's an angle set up between Big E and Roman Reigns. That's a good thing, but it's maybe a little too late for me to even give a shit. Right. The, the pros of this are twofold. One is what you just said. You know, at least they're building on the story to sort of make the Survivor Series matchup a, a little important, have, have some stakes to it. They didn't right. really mention how they took out Kofi uh, enough. They really probably should. Nah, it's all, like he's not there anymore. Right. Of, of all the things they forgot to emphasize and repeat, 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 the, the, the one of the things of significance 
Um, the other good thing is that Big E was not clowning around. He looked serious. That's he was true. acting like serious Big E, which he seems unable to do consistently. Positive. Bad thing is that he still has to be involved with the New Day. They just can't get him away from the New Day, or he can't get himself away from the New Day, no matter what, um, to, to sort of feel uh, to feel even close to important. Um, and then, of course, whenever the faces stand tall, you generally know that they will fall down at the pay-per-view. So anyway, but yeah, the, 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 despite our review being rather scathing, the <laughs> show itself flowed okay and it wasn't horrendous to watch it, it was it wasn't a terrible episode of, no, of no, smackdown but um and for all it would have been a good episode um but i must say in hindsight revisiting it this way i, I don't understand how i liked it because i don't yeah, feel neither did i now look let me rephrase that watching it and just just watching it basically just gazing at it and not really like caring what's in front of you, it's a decent watch and it flowed well, like you said. But when you really break it down as we just did, you start scratching your head a little more and realize, why the hell did I like this this show for? Because when we when we break it down, it's actually it's pretty silly. <laughs> when it you was really pretty it silly. But I, I'll add that I liked SmackDown more than I liked Rampage, and even in hindsight, oh, definitely, and, definitely. Well, that's rare because. First of all, Rampage is a one-hour show. It's a lot easier to make an entertaining one-hour show than a two-hour show. But the, the, the Rampage wasn't good. But uh, you know, listen to the Carnage show if you want to hear us talk about that because uh, it's it's the same two voices who did that. Hey, ads! I, I've been tracking ads, as loyal listeners know, of all the wrestling shows, and I'm going to start doing some other shows as well on TNT and USA to, to see what is the hubbub about the demos. Is there any real difference between wrestling show to wrestling show and other network shows on these same networks in these same area uh, time slots? I'm going to try and focus in on original programming, but I may try my hand at some other things like sports and, and reruns to see if in fact there's any real difference that we can differentiate over time. So far, the answer has been largely not. But the ads during SmackDown, and listen, I, I thoroughly admit that SmackDown, my predisposition, my bias, my preconceived notion is that because it's on a broadcast network, Fox, one of the big four, that it sort of belongs in its own bucket, separate from the other wrestling shows that are on prime cable. Yep. Um, but that really hasn't been shown so far. I mean, it's still a high percentage of the same ads or types of ads. But anyway, the audience can follow along on the many PWC at Mark shows, which I'm a part of, and or Hammerlock Hangover, which is also on those same networks where I'm doing the same thing. Um, so without further ado, the ads, non-Fox uh, programming of uh, promotions, of which there's a lot, a lot of college football, a lot of NFL yep. football, a lot of sports ads and, and other Fox shows. Um, okay, Progressive Insurance, Taco Bell, several times a, a personal injury law firm, Liberty Mutual Insurance, Nissan, LG Washer Dryer, the, the tower they call it. Yep. G O O A T Goat, uh, which okay. is like a like a food delivery thing, like Uber Eats or, or okay. uh, Grubhub, something like that. Zales Diamond Store, Subway, Subway, Healthcare.gov, which is for uh, Affordable Care Act, um, public exchange health insurance, Quest Virtual Reality, Arby's credible.com old navy 
Domino's Pizza, uh, a, a weather app. It was a Fox weather app, but it's national, so I'm counting it. But if it's just a, you know, but if it's just a Fox thing, we, you can disregard that in your head if you want. But they repeated it a few times. Checkers, which is a fast food chain, Hyundai, the Resident Evil movie, Walmart, Samsung, Head and Shoulder Shampoo, K Jewelers, Alexa, Pizza Hut, Verizon, Geico Insurance, Ferraro Roker Chocolates, Secret for Women. Charmin Toilet Paper, Toyota, the University of Phoenix, Discover, Kentucky Fried Chicken, well, KFC, an anti-vaping PSA, Ollie's Retail, which is sort of like a Marshall's, it's sort of like an overstock kind of store for people who don't have it in their parts of the world, if there are any, I don't know. Yeah, we call them, we call them not quite right over here, NQR, I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, I believe you. Xfinity, Amazon, Jack Daniels, Metro T-Mobile, Wendy's, Famous Amos Cookies, the Disney movie Encanto, and the Freak Brothers on Tubi. I don't believe Tubi is part of the Fox family. I cannot. It's not. I, I, okay, I didn't think so. Um, so there you have it. Those, those are the ads. Uh, Jimmy's been following along with this game. Not all the commercials are identical, but, but they seem to be the same type of commercials. Right. I'm starting to notice a pattern now, Jeff. They're, they're sort of the same. A lot of fast food, a lot of, a lot of insurance companies a few electronic stuff, but it's, I mean, 70% of it's identical right. and, and probably another 10 or 15% of it is similar. I mean, the anti-vaping PSA, I didn't that's see. That's different. That's different, you know, right. The Ollie's was different. Jack Daniels was different. I mean, I don't know that that trends younger or older, these things, to be frank. I mean, some of them are different. The Disney Encanto is different. That seems to be younger. Uh, the Freak Brothers on Tubi, that seems to be for a young adult audience uh, right. i don't know we'll, we'll just keep following but i mean still 70 to 80 percent of it is either identical identical or identical in type of ad so who knows but there you go that that was that's your smackdown ads for those at home those scoring at home or even if you're alone <laughs> well i'll tell you who does know that's evil dose evil dose knows evil dose knows that's why he shall prevail <laughs> we know we're still coming for you we haven't forgotten <laughs> we haven't forgotten and i want evil dose on the show one day jeff would you be able to like uh get him on the show he's a little bit busy right now <laughs> building layers among atolls around the world because the, you know these these things are necessary right now i can't tell you why but it's things are things are reaching a critical mass where really as evil dose likes to call it an apotheosis is upon us. <laughs> uh, well, tell him to get his ass onto the PWC because we, we need we need to talk to him. We need to have hey, a chat. Hey, nobody tells Evil Dose <laughs> what to do. You make a formal request and you hope he doesn't kill your entire family just for the price of listening. Well, Dose, if you hear me, don't kill my family, please. Please, please. <laughs> just kill Jeff. And, and I'll be happy. But anyway, let's move on. Everyone shoots the messenger. That's right. Everybody shoots the messenger. But I think I live with La Sicaria and Juventud Sicaria. <laughs> That's the best. Juventud Sicaria. Anyway, I believe we've got Survivor Series tomorrow, Jeff. And uh, I could have sworn. Yeah, speaking of Sicarios, yeah. <laughs> Sicarios, Sicarios. Or is it Sicarios mm. series? And, and, uh, and Survivors. And so, and survivors, but I could have sworn they were hyping it up as Saturday night. I'm telling you, I wasn't hearing things. 
I was actually expecting Survivor Series to be on tonight. And to my horror. So I must have not been tripping. It's not a Mandela effect, surely. What happened? When did it change to Sunday? I I don't know because I was having the same problem as you. Maybe it's just the major shows they're moving to Saturday. But I had thought that the Peacock wanted most of the shows to be on Saturday so you could have family at home night. Here's here's what I think it is. Maybe Peacock has an NFL game on Sunday night. Maybe, possibly. But still, they should have uh, told us what was going on. I mean, we found out anyway. If Peacock has an NFL game on Sunday night, that makes no sense. Because uh, they could still have... Because they, it would still be... Survivor Live. Series would still be on. Right. Yeah, so... And I think it's too early for there to be an NFL game on Saturday night. But honestly, I, I'm, I sort of gave up real sports for podcasting. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, so well, how I, about I, you I, do podcasting about real sports? Not interested. It's just, it's just, It's just not... It's... That sports are, I mean, it's foolish to say that in the world of pro wrestling where there's like 4,000 billion podcasts out there. Like every wrestling fan thinks they have an interesting take. That's true. Well, <laughs> Examples A and B right here. Well, um, but there's only, there's a big difference though, Jeff, for uh, for a network that's not even a year old. And I believe both of us have only been doing this for just over a year, right? Around there, yeah. We're in the top 100 pro wrestling podcasts on the planet, dude. I mean, come on. Wow. Well, that's yeah, that's uh, got to tell you something, right? I mean, that's, a, that's like Sasha Banks territory. We're like the top one percent. Hey, we are. So we, our talk- song should be the beautiful people, right? So I think we've built a pretty good little team going on right now that people actually listen to for whatever reason. I don't know why. I know why, <laughs> but they do. So we 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 can't be that bad, Jeff. Come on now, and I, I, I can tell you one thing: there's a lot more crappier pro wrestling podcasts out there compared to what we're doing. Yeah, and even some of the ones that are better, they're not, they're not interesting. Right, um, exactly. So, yeah, I, but well, uh, enough on that. I, I don't even remember what got us here, but probably back to uh, Survivor Series, I, I suppose. But what's, what's the card? So we don't even know who was in this battle royal except for Sami Zayn. So, yep. like, maybe we can try to extrapolate who's likely to be in it afterwards. And if it's on the pre-show, are there any surprises? Is likely. I mean, do you think they'll bring back like a Braun Strowman or or, or or anyone? I mean, anyone. It doesn't. I mean, no. there's only there's only eight hundred thousand free agent wrestlers out there. Right. I mean, there's not many. True. There's only eight hundred thousand, like you said. But uh, look, it's right now. I'm looking at the card, and so far, we got seven matches confirmed for the evening. Right. And the mm-hmm. very first, well, the very first match, which I assume is. The seventh match, it says he has the seventh match, but I assume he's the first match, sorry, right? Is the, mm-hmm. Rock, is the Rock Memorial, you know, 25 men battle royal, but it says he had match number seven. If it's a main event, which it won't be, but if it is... It's just the seventh match that was added, that's all. Okay, well, yeah, I'd like, to, I'll, I'd like it to be in order, though. Well, you know what? I am going to go out on a big limb, and all I'm right. going to say that Sikoa Solo wins that. Who's Sokoa Solo? The, the, the Uso brother who's in NXT. Oh, nah. The Rock's, uh, the Rock's other cousin. Nah, nah. Well, is he meant to be in this? Do you know? Is there any confirmation? Do they have 24 wrestlers other than Sami Zayn? Are there men left that can be in this? I mean, Not really? They got R-Truth, Drew Gulak, uh, Tozawa. Uh, I, I don't, that's why I want to do the rest of the cards so we know who, who 
you. All I right. mean, they, this, they this could team. use people in other matches and put them in the battle Hold royal on. too. All right. We'll get back to that at the end. So after we've, you know, we figured out who's not going to be in it and then mm-hmm. we'll see who's left over. So let's go from main event down, all right? All right. So we go in the main event in a non-titles match, in a non-title match and a singles match at that between WWE Universal Champ, Roman Reigns, versus WWE Champion, Big E. Who do you think will win this? This is pretty obvious. I don't think Roman Reigns loses matches. I, you know, there, there may be some sort of swerve. I don't think it's going to nah. be Brock Lesnar because he's suspended, even though he does what he wants. But I think right. he's suspended because... One of the things he doesn't want to do is work anymore this year. Um, so, um, but Roman Reigns isn't there to lose matches. So whether he gets disqualified and there's a beatdown, whether he wins, but I think Roman Reigns wins the match through some shenanigans, but he still <laughs> wins the match. And this is why I don't agree with this format in the first place, because all you're going to be doing is burying the other, you know, shows champ either way, right? So. Right, Biggie but Biggie is, is the not... champion, and and Bobby Lashley is the uncrowned champion. So I don't. I care agree, one hundred percent. And I want Bobby, and as does Jeff, we want Bob Lashley to get his his crown back. In other words, the WWE Championship back. Let's Absolutely. hope it's sooner than later. Wrongfully taken. He was he was drugged. I heard he was drugged during all his matches and rematches <laughs> with with like with like bull tranquilizers. Oh. Rhino, Rhino bull tranquilizers. Rhino bull Rhino tranquilizers. and bull tranquilizers. <laughs> Both. So did Rhino give him a gore too? No, you know that? how you know how they're making like mastodons from Indian elephants and like mastodon DNA. Yeah, that those are the tranquilizers they use to to even slow down Bobby Lashley a smidgen. Jeez, and I heard that that doesn't even slow him down. Yeah, well, it did obviously slow him down enough to be <laughs> beaten by a jabroni like Big E. Definitely a freaking jabroni right now. Imagine, I mean, no, imagine how much better the Intercontinental Champion would be right now if it was Big E instead of Nakamura. Yeah, but only because Nakamura, what does he do? Nothing. He's a joke. That's what I'm saying. He just does nothing. There's no substance to him. But for whatever reason, that would be always give him that damn belt. I don't know sure, if it's to so keep people, him happy. So, or... so people can't say that he's he's wasted. Can't say he's wasted. He's well, he is wasted, even though he's been a million time intercontinental champion. Let's be honest. Wasted because he does edibles every day. Ah, oh, man! If you only have you saw- looked at that guy, he hasn't. He hasn't so much as touched his Nordic track in in a year, let alone lifted a weight. He doesn't even have that tonal thing that you're LeBron right, James you're right. pretends he, he was. And, Pulleys. And, no, no, you're right. And I will say, when he was in New Japan, he was in much better shape. I know, I saw a picture. He looked like Shingo looks now. Not that short, though, because he's tall. No, like, no, no, he was taller, but I'm in build. He he was he was yeah, yeah. thick. He was thick like he Shingo's. Was. I know I pretend I don't know anything about New Japan, but I, I basically know who the people are. Right, I don't course. care about the stories or the matches that. or whatever. Right, right. I, you know, uh, and, and I knew enough about Tomohiro Ishii to know that, that he was mini King Kong Bunny. I just didn't <laughs> know that he was, he was like... Super mini King Kong money. <laughs> He's tidy, dude. Oh, but anyway, terrible. so I guess we're both going for Reigns in this match to win. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All true. right. So we move on to match number two, which is the semi-main for the WWE Raw Women's. I mean, not not for any championships. WWE Women's Champion Becky Lynch versus WWE SmackDown's Women Champion Sher Flair in a non-title singles match. This one. I'm leaning towards Becky Lynch. I am too. I, I, I yeah, I already said, I, I think that the, 
if Becky wants to keep this heel thing going and she did what the office wanted, uh, I think that Becky wins again by by some shenanigans, but but Becky wins. It was Charlotte can afford to lose, and you know I said what I said earlier. So yeah, that's true. Let's just move on. Uh, we both we both agree that Becky Lynch more than likely will get the win, so we'll see. Match number three: WWE SmackDown Tag Champs The Usos versus WWE Raw Tag Team Champions RK Bro. Uh, I think the Usos prevail. I think this may be the match where there is outside interference from a third party. I don't count the Usos or Heyman as a third party, um, even though I should. Like should. Yeah. almost or something, you know, may do something to riddle either before the match or during the match. And I think that, that Randy Orton may be because the titles aren't at stake he said the only thing i care about are these titles and this team and the titles come first and he might might want to teach riddle a lesson and sort of leaves him stranded um so that i'm good but i'm going with the usos i don't need to book the whole thing i know a lot of people think the arcade bros are because that's the the act and of course the usos can take as many losses as they want and they're still in the roman empire i get that i i just think that the that the arcade bros like the whole thing about their team is that they don't really necessarily get along and Riddle will put up with just about anything to be with his, his big brother, Randy. Oh man. It's so cringy, but, but amusing at the same time. And look, I, I would have said, okay, bro. Right. But something tells me we might get a Orton sort of turn on Riddle after this match. Could be. I don't know. I mean, case, that's sort of, yeah. Yeah, sorry, what were you going to say, though? Nothing. I mean, the, the, I was going to say, so it sounds like you sort of agree with me. Because yeah, well, the face you were making just, while I was saying it seemed to think that you were, it, 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 I mean, you're maybe you're a good poker player. It seemed like you were <sighs> leaning the other way. I'm actually quite bad. But um, <laughs> in saying that, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm actually a little bit, it all depends really on Auden in this match, in my opinion. But I think I'm leaning towards the Usos now. So I'll stick to it. Uh, so we move on to match number four, WWE Intercontinental Champ Shinsuke Nakamura versus United States Champ Damian Priest. This one's a hard one. Is it? Yeah, sort of. I think it is because uh, I, mean, I guess Damian Priest will win. Ago, right? Nakamura was was the guy that you knew took took the pin in matches. I know, um, but do you really want to make your Intercontinental Champ look that bad? He, he doesn't even defend the Intercontinental Championship. What difference does it make? Damian Priest wins this match. He's, I, I know they're not that different in age, but Damian Priest is the newer guy. He's the hotter guy. He's the hipper guy. He's the one that, that they paired with Bear, Bad Bunny and Will again. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to be Damian Priest. I'm going to fucking go on a limb here and say uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Uh, you know, that's a wild one. That's a wild pick, you know, it's really. Fine. But we'll see. Match number five, it's a five-on-five men's tag team elimination match. In other words, a traditional Survivor Series type match between Team Raw with Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Austin Theory, almost botched that one, versus Team SmackDown with Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Baron Corbin, and Sheamus. This one's another interesting type of match only because... You look at Raw's team, it's pretty stacked. 
mm-hmm. right? But these guys aren't going to get along. You just don't see it. It's not going to happen. It's gonna, they're going to all beat up on each other. It wouldn't surprise me. But then I look at Team SmackDown's team, mm-hmm. and it's a bit more timid, but I can see a few things happening over here too. Well, Team Raw, if, if I'm not mistaken, there's only one face on that team, and that's Finn. Right. So you have four heels. You've got Seth, you have Kevin Owens, you have Lashley, Finn, and who's the who's the fifth person? Uh the fifth person for Team SmackDown Raw. was Oh, for Team Raw, sorry, was Austin Theory. Also, so he's a heel also. So you have four heels and one faces, one face. So I don't think the tension is gonna be all that bad. Um, I think that Lashley will be the survivor, and I think that actually uh, team Raw is going to have more than one. It's not going to be a sole survivor situation. On the other team, let's face it, it's populated with pin eaters. You have Jeff Hardy, who until recently was a jobber. You have Baron Corbin, who <laughs> can lose matches at will. You have Sheamus, who alternates between being an ass kicker and a pin eater. Um, <laughs> pin eater, I love it. Yep. Drew McIntyre is probably the only one on that team that they need to protect. And who's the fifth person? For SmackDown, you're talking about? Yep. Um, well, it's Corbin and Sheamus. I've said those two. All right, so then we got King Woods, Hardy, Matt. There you go, King Woods. Right. Okay. King King Woods, until a year ago, he was the pin eater for New Day matches. So, and also a guy who, who just got beat up by the champion and very well might get beat up in a, in a pre-show segment by the Roman Empire. Yeah. Uh, and if I'm correct, by Sakura Solo. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I, I see Team Raw winning. Uh, but there's also a more of a dynamic between faces and heels on that team with people who are not getting along. I mean, we just had a match with Corbin against Jeff Hardy and Drew McIntyre. Madcap Moss will probably be around, so there's more room for hijinks there. Um, you know, Seamus doesn't get along with anyone. He's got his new sidekick as well. Um, so I don't know. I, I The SmackDown team does not look like it's built to win. It, it, it looks like there's four guys there who, who can easily be set up to take Ben. So I'm going to go with Raw. And remember last year, Seth basically sacrificed him at the, at the beginning right. of the Survivor Series and allowed Raw to be, or allowed SmackDown to be swept. That will not happen again. As annoying as Seth is, there's no way he's going to let his character be that stupid again. So, um, yeah. So, so Raw and Smashly is the <laughs> MVP. Yeah, I agree. I'm going with Team Raw as well. And that brings us to the last one. And like I said earlier, that 25-man battle royal, which is for the Rock the Women's Memorial Survivor battle- Oh, yeah, shit. I missed that for whatever reason. So, yeah, sorry. We do have yeah, match number six, which is the women's Survivor Series matchup between Team Raw and SmackDown. Team Raw's got Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina versus SmackDown with Sasha Banks, uh, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, uh, Natalia, and Tony Storm. That's a pretty good lineup on SmackDown. Yeah, but Shotzi and Sasha can't possibly coexist. Right. Um, and Team Raw's got more... And you got Natalia. I mean, 
Natalia, <laughs> I mean, if she's not built to lose, I, I, I don't, I don't know really who is. Um, It'll be Tony Storm yeah. or Natalia that's going to eat the pin in this match, guaranteed. Right. I, I mean, I see Carmella and and Queen Zelina both losing. Um, yeah. Uh, the other three, though, I think will will remain. I think Bianca Belair will probably be. I think actually Liv will get the winning pin, but Bianca will be the MVP of this. Yeah, I agree with you. Bianca and Liv Morgan would be the the two final contestants for for um, Team Raw. Yeah, they, they they and they have to make us believe that Liv Morgan can beat uh, Becky. Uh, they have to keep her winning streak. Um, right. So I mean, they're doing a good job of it though with Liv because now I'm starting to look at it as as a bit more with a bit more credibility. You know what I mean? Are you now? Well, yeah, well, I'm not, but, but they still, but well, wrestling booking 101 tells you that they have to. I mean, I, I, right. I mean, I believe that she's going to win this as much as I thought Ty Conti was going to be Britt Baker, but still. Yeah, true. So I'm going for Team Smackdown in this. I think, oh, yeah, I'm going to go with Smackdown. Okay. I'm going with Raw. All right, so now we move on to the to the Plus Raw. Plus, Raw sucks in the ratings, so they're going to need to have the bragging rights to try and get people to watch it. Well, that's what they used to do with SmackDown, right? They would always win these type of matches. Generally, they would, right? And yeah, even it, on Royal it, Rumble, it would be a SmackDown superstar uh, that generally I, I, won I, it. I understand it won't work. It didn't help NXT. It's not going to. It's, it's not going to help anything with Raw. But they're they're going to talk about we're the superior brand. Yeah, yeah. Whoop, pretty you know, whoop. Exactly. And, you know, we get to see those nice shirts, you know, of Raw and SmackDown, blue, red. That's exciting. Very exciting. I, I want to get Maybe, me... maybe everyone can, can uh, wear Seth's outfits. Why not? I think I'll do that tomorrow. I'll review yeah. the show with Seth's uh, outfits. His blue and red one, good. That's a good yep. move. No, I want blue and white, though, you know. <laughs> no, no, you have to get blue and red. That's the whole point. Are you, are you going to send one to all members of the PWC? Uh, yeah, why not? Why not? I, I, I can't think of a reason why you shouldn't do that. <laughs> I can't think of any reason why you can't get that overnight to multiple continents. I mean, hey, Express Mail, why not? I don't know. I, you're Jimmy T. You're Jimmy <laughs> Tajikistan. You can you can make anything happen. <laughs> Jimmy T- Tajikistan. Hmm? Not Tajikistan. I don't know. It's your country. <laughs> Shout out to Tajikistan, my my fellow countrymen. What's the capital of the t- Tajikistan again? It's uh, I believe it's Jimmystan. Jimmystan. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Good. It does. Yes. It's I'm the capital of the capital. Of Do they have a giant statue of you, like the <laughs> Colossus of Rhodes? Like... <laughs> I'll do you one better. They've got a whole city named after me, dude. Like I was I saying to you before. Jimmy Stantonople. Gee, are you going to say that? Jimmy oh, yeah. Stantonople, dude. If you knew I was going to say it, you would have said it before instead of Jimmy Stan. And Yeah, exactly. And forget, uh, what's it called? Uh, Aya Sophia, right? If you know what I'm talking about. Aya Sophia, the, yes. the, 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 the giant uh, church in, right. in uh, Constantinople. That's right. Istanbul. I'm glad you said yeah, no, I don't know what Istanbul is, but Constantinople, yes, right? Well, you still call it, it Anatolia? Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. But oh. anyway, and, and it's, you know, the Asia Minor region. But 
forget Aya Sophia, Aya Sophia, it's Aya Jamaris. Mm-hmm. That's what they've got going over there. So anyway, enough of me. I th- so who are we going to have in this battle royal now, Jeff? I mean, well, the Street Profits weren't in the match. Right. The Alpha Academy weren't in a match. The Dirty yeah. Dogs weren't in the match. AJ and almost right. So we're we gonna have a tag team championship up for grabs in his battle royal because it comes across like a whole tag team. No, Jinder, Shanky, Veer, uh, Ricochet. Happy Veer's on out of the ring. You know what I mean. Cesaro, Sami Zayn. We know. I don't know if the Mizzes do back anytime soon. Uh, Drew Gulak, Tazawa, our uh, truth. Yep. Um, uh, one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, it is hard because I'm trying to think of who Ridge Holland. Yeah, he should be in there. You know Mad what? Cap Moss can be on in there. Yeah, I mean, maybe cool. Elias comes back in, in whatever his repackaged character is. If he does, he should win. Um, well, I hope he comes back as uh, Randy Savage. Or Elias Savage or something. That, whatever. It'd be fine. Um, I'm joking. What other tag teams are there? Aren't, aren't there? Well, the, the, the Lotharios. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Lotharicos. The Lotharicos, right? <laughs> um, what about the Gaza uh, cousins? Hurt, hurt Business? Yeah, but it's so below them to be in that bloody... What's, how, what's below being in the 25 person battle royal that was just announced two days before a show? Sure. Is, and is yeah, that, what's so it's below them? It's, it's, it's above them, is, is, is the real answer. It, oh, it, sorry. Uh, Aziz. It's called the Rock and, Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, Mustafa Ali. Aziz and Apollo Crews. Yeah, Mustafa Ali, Mansoor. Yeah, I guess they do have a, a good 24 other guys to, to be in there. Probably with a couple to spare. Um, Sami Zayn definitely ain't winning it. That that's for sure. Nah. Um, who do I think is going to win it? I mean, if if that's the if that's the composition of it, yeah, I think almost uh, almost is the winner. You know what? That's a good pick. I. Uh... It's hard to go against that. I, I, you know what? I agree. I'm going to say Omos as well, even though we don't know if he's going to be in the match or not, but he will be. And yeah, I agree. Unless the whole frigging battle royal yeah, turns what, on him, that's what they always do with giants. And you know, I mean, I, I just think that they'll they would they can't resist having the last two people being Omos and Otis, <laughs> just the immovable object against the irresistible force. Oh man, that's what you call. Pay per view buy rates at the wazoo. Nobody buys pay per views anymore. It's, it's, oh, sorry, it's, sorry. Peacock way, is going to get. Capital, <laughs> yeah. You're you're a goddamn liar. The capital of Tajikistan is Dushanbe. No, it's not. D u s h a n b e. You calling me a liar, Jeff? Google just called you a liar. Oh really? Really? Yeah, well, someone gave, me, someone gave me one star also. Yeah, so to the person that gave Jeff one star, give him another one star for calling me a liar. <laughs> take right? away that star. Give him zero stars. <laughs> yeah, take it away and don't even review. Pretend you never did anything. I'm 53. I don't care about my ratings. 
Oh, yes, he does, folks. Yes, he does. <laughs> I'm joking. Not with my real profession, just my podcast rating. Sure. I need five stars <laughs> for that. I don't care about the real world. <laughs> there you go. I think, Jeff, I mean, I think that's the best way to actually end this show, dude. And we went for a good two hours. So please, before we go, tell them where they can find you once again. Garden of Doom non-wrestling podcast on these very fine networks, the PWC at Mark Media, um, Hammerlock Hangoff with Big Daddy Cool, Stephen Pena, wrestling podcast, also on this fine family of networks. Uh, my um, Twitter is at Icarus Fell MD, uh, the podcast at Hammerlock HO, capital H, capital O. Uh, both podcasts have a Facebook page as well. Um, and that that's about it. The Garden of Doom, we're in the middle of UFO month. So we've had two UFO shows up over. Actually, three UFO shows have already dropped because I dropped one yesterday being Saturday the 20th. Wow. Well, there you go. And, and you can also find that exact show right here on the PWC Network. So in saying that, please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.pombean.com. Also, like and subscribe at atmarkmedia.com. Also, like Hamin Media Group, also, and even the PW Hustle. Shout outs to Big Gray for the new PWC intro. And shout outs to all the boys here at the PWC, also, that make this network roll because it's rolling right now, Jeff. We've got so much programming. I'm going to have to change the whole description about everything. You'll find everything in pro wrestling over here because now. That includes news. And more. And more, right. And more. Not just pro wrestling. And beyond. And beyond. Actually, that's a good one. Beyond 2000. We should make a show called that. PWC Beyond. <laughs> Sounds like Evolve suddenly. Right. PWC Evolve. <laughs> you know what I mean? He said it's Beyond. The PWC Elevation. Oh, that's original. That's the most original thing I've ever heard. Or how about this? PWC Light. There will be no Ooh. darkness... In my, on my network. Oh, oh ah, wink, wink, L-I-G-H-T. Yes. Not, not like diet, like L-I-T. No, 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 no. Gotcha. You know, that's, that's great. How about PWC Illuminati? <laughs> or Illumination. Illumination all across the nation. Luminescence. That's only on pay-per-view. Illuminescence. I like that. We can have that as a pay-per-view also. Bold across the world. <laughs> or how about PWC Presents... Cox on toast. That's a great one. That's the oh, winner right there. Cox on that's, toast. That's the that's the money shot right there, folks. That's so anyway, it right there. That's the winner. So, in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Dr. Jeff Lippman. You've been listening to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk, which we talked a lot of smack, no doubt about it, right here on the PWC Network. Peace. Stable, my friends.